Hello, my name is Reverend Casey Carbone, and you're listening to a sermon provided by the First Presbyterian Church at Mayopac. We are currently worshiping on Sundays at 10 a.m., both on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. We hope that this message provides you with a source of encouragement and allows you to grow more deeply in your faith as we all continue to seek to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. Would you please pray with me? Your word, O Lord, has power to change our lives and to create a whole new world. As we meditate on your word this day, fill us with your Holy Spirit, that we may treasure your word with our whole hearts and fix our eyes on you. Amen. Our reading this Sunday comes from the book of Exodus chapter 20 verses 8 to 11. As we are continuing on in our series focusing on the Ten Commandments, this Sunday we are on the fourth commandment that deals with the Sabbath. So let us listen now to God's holy word. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. You shall not do any work, you, your sons or your daughters, your male or female slaves, your livestock, or the alien resident in your towns. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, but rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath and consecrated it. A reading from God's Holy Word. Thanks be to God. You know, I was reading an article recently that cited a study that said it takes people an average of three days before they de-stress and enter into a vacation mode. Now, for those of us who feel a lot of stress in general, or perhaps those of us who are in high-stress positions, I know it's true for many clergy, those three days actually look more like a week before you enter the chill zone, as I like to call it. We all need rest because rest is good. It clears the mind, it heals the body, and as we hear this morning, it is something that is ordained by God. We all need a break. We all need a break from what goes on in our daily lives. The question we have to ask ourselves, though, is what happens if that time away doesn't take shape in a way that's meaningful? The time we take for Sabbath is meant to be restorative, and often it's something that's more than mindlessly watching Netflix or TV, which I admit I'm guilty of from time to time. The Sabbath. The Sabbath is something we set aside time purposefully, a time of holy rest, Rest that provides us with clarity, direction, rest that tends to the needs of our bodies and our souls. On occasion, there are days when I wake up and I think that if we all got a little more sleep, if we all got a little more rest, the world would be a better place. Perhaps that's a naive belief, but it's easy to believe when you see or begin to see how we are consistently filling every second of every moment of our day with various noises, various activities, various tasks. Why do we fill our schedules to the brim like that? Why do we fill ourselves full with all these going-ons? Perhaps the thought of rest and sitting with ourselves is a frightening thought. 
but that break is necessary. We need that rest if we are to make it in life without our minds having melted into a puddle. The brakes need to be applied at some point. We run around to and fro, and if we don't stop, if we don't stop and rest our bodies, our minds will grow weary. That's a fact. And in our weary state, we will discover that our better angels may yield to our baser instincts, instincts that are not beneficial to anyone but ourselves. The stillness, the quietness of Sabbath rest is a necessity in our modern era. It recharges our energies in a manner that will sustain us, give us life as we move forward, carrying out the mission and the vision of God. And if you're not sold yet on the importance of observing the Sabbath, Sabbath rest, here's a few things for us to consider. One is that there is a seriousness to the command to maintain and observe the Sabbath. The directive to set aside time for rest is so important that it is one of the few words of God that carries dire consequences if one were to break the commandment. God asks us to be intentional about setting time aside that is separate from the work that we do. Now, we might assume that we can write rest off as something that isn't important in the eyes of God. Yet for those who think that, We find that in scripture that the breaking of the fourth commandment could even result in death if it wasn't taken seriously. Of course, what we hear today is not a modern call to put people to death or to punish them for not adhering to the Sabbath command, but we do hear a call to take just as seriously the moment of sacred rest. There is plenty of time, plenty of time to work and toil under the heat of the sun but there's not as much time for us to rest. So God invites us to pause. The Sabbath is a sign as well, something for us to consider. It's a sign of the covenant between God and us. The fourth commandment provides a sign that represents the deliverance God brings to the people of God. In this liberation, we find that the Sabbath is a marking of how we belong to God. We hear God say these, these words in Exodus 31, verse 13. God says, You shall keep my Sabbaths, for this is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, given in order that you may know that I am the Lord. Sanctify you. Throughout the series of talking about the Ten Commandments, we've talked a lot about covenant relationships. And today we find that the Sabbath is one of these visible markers. That the Sabbath and this fourth commandment is a visible sign of this covenant relationship. Because for the people of God, the setting aside of a time that is holy and separate is a public witness, a public testimony to the role that God plays in their, our lives, and the community. Therefore, keeping the Sabbath functions not only as a time of rest and devotion, but also serves as a continuous reminder that God is walking with us. The third thing we should consider when we think about the Sabbath is that there is joy. There is joy waiting for us in the Sabbath command. Joy is waiting, and it is eager to greet us. And while resting may seem simple, it is something that is always at risk of being undone by our material and personal desires. 
The prophet Amos is one such person in the Bible who denounces these risks to our Sabbath rest. Amos denounces the rich for their eagerness to try and push past the Sabbath so that they can go back to making money, often by nefarious means. The prophet Amos warns us that the fourth commandment is not about waiting for the next moment to flex our power, to abuse it, to strike a business deal. The fourth commandment is not about trying to plan the next move after rest. We find that if we let these desires go, if we're willing to set them down, hand them over to God for transformation and redemption, we will discover that there is great joy. We can let go of our work, hand over our burdens to God, and find release, the release our souls and bodies need. It's not an easy task, especially if the world is telling us something different. If we hear in the news, on the TV, on the radio, the paper, wherever it is we are listening to different voices, we'll hear that there is the push to do more, to be more, in ways that are often shallow, material, that focus on our power, our privilege. So let us listen to God's persistent voice, God's voice that welcomes us and provides us the place to lay our weary heads and to pause. The fourth commandment is persistent as it plays a pivotal role in the lives of the early people God claimed. And and in this persistence, we find that it carries over to the New Testament where we find that the need for Sabbath rest appears in Jesus' earthly ministry as well. In Jesus' ministry, we know that the Sabbath is something that becomes transformed to mean something else, to be something else, and that is wholeness. You see, some folks criticized Jesus early on for healing and forgiving sins on the Sabbath. And in response, Jesus says that only the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. In these words, Jesus changes our understanding of the Sabbath. And while Sabbath may prohibit work that exploits or increases our personal wealth, the Sabbath does does promote instead something that is more beneficial. The Sabbath promotes work that would save lives and do good, not just to rest, but to give rest to others. While our bodies and souls may need rest, rest does not make up the entirety of the Sabbath day. The Sabbath is a mentality. It's a way of life. It's something that we take to heart, something that Jesus would say is a call to love our neighbors. Because even in our moment of rest, we find that it is not about us. God always brings it back. Jesus brings it back for us to know that the Sabbath and all these promises of life and wellness, they're not just ours. They're ours to share freely. So how are you, how are we going to be more conscious about how we live out the Sabbath day in our daily lives? something we need to strive for. The fourth commandment, the Sabbath day, is a command, but it is also a gift, a gift that is freely given. It is a gift that grants relief from our current burdens and inspires us to lift the yoke off our neighbor's backs, to help each other up, to provide relief when we can to others, as we have received those things as well. In our practice of the fourth commandment, we will glean reminders of God's redemptive work 
in the world. Especially while we sit in the current climate we find ourselves in, one might say as well that the Sabbath day is a glimpse into the world to come. A promise of what is to come. As we see that God has laid out for us ways in which we can live in community with one another. Where we do our labor, our shared labor, and at the end of the day we all have a place to rest. So let us celebrate these joyous gifts, the gifts of rest, of wholeness, of restoration, of healing. Let us celebrate these things as we cherish this Sabbath day command. And in cherishing these things, let the healing rest we have received spur us on to make it accessible to everyone, to all people who come yearning for it. Those who are our fellow companions on this journey of life. As we think about rest, we understand that it is something that we might have taken for granted before. So as we go about life, as we take to heart this commandment this week in our meditation and reflection, may we never take this commandment for granted. As we share the good news it brings to our tired and weary souls. Amen. Thanks again for listening, and we will hold you in prayer as we head into a new week. If you'd like to learn more about our church and ministry, or if you'd like to learn how you can support us, you can visit our website at mayopacchurch.org. Until next week, God bless.